0: You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire.
1: We're going to talk about the mergers and acquisitions here uh, in the industry on the program. Stuart Sloan is going to be joining us. But then after that, next segment, on the news of, uh, of the Department of Justice blocking blocking the uh these two deals uh, we're, one of them actually announced that they're going to pull out of the health insurance marketplace in several more states so you're gonna have to find out which one that is but we're joined here by stewart Sloan, somebody with 43 years of experience here on the program we wanted to get him in to talk about this tidal wave of mergers and acquisitions here in the industry how's it going today stewart
0: Great. How are you,
1: Sean? I'm not too bad, not too bad. Uh, looking forward to our conversation. And I wanted to uh, kind of begin with asking you, why are we seeing a tidal wave of these mergers and acquisitions in the news?
0: Well, it's not only in health insurance, but it's, uh, it's mergers and acquisitions in general. Uh, mergers and acquisitions this year are on track to match the record that was set in 2007. Uh, this, this really represents a... a, a a wave of a decline in competition uh, as market power becomes concentrated on just a few players in you know, various industries. Less intense competition explains some of the problems that we see in the economy. Although profits are at a near-time high, the cost of borrowing has seldom been lower. You know, money is cheap. Mm-hmm. And in a competitive world, firms ought to exploit you know, that, uh, the cheap cost of borrowing. Uh, but that's not happening.
1: Right, 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 let you take us back to two thousand and seven. You mentioned that was kind of the last time there was this type of uh, consolidation. What was going on back then?
0: Well, if you remember two thousand and seven two thousand and eight was the start of of um uh the major problems in in the economy right <clears throat> and and so uh everybody held on to to money uh there was very little investing. Uh, everybody was was kind of putting money available, you know, in, in their shoebox, uh, and uh, instead of investing in in, uh, uh, in other companies, uh, what they basically did was go out to marketplace and, and uh, heavy activity in mergers and acquisition. The main reason companies are reluctant to invest is that the economic uh, growth has been very sluggish. So companies may feel less compelled to invest because they feel less pressure from competitors.
1: Right, right. Of course,
0: I... the economy—the rate of new business formations has been trending down for decades. You know, we see this continuing today.
1: What do you think needs to happen for for for? Um... You know, companies to kind of start putting their things in play, and and for for you know this those numbers to turn around.
0: Well, again, uh, you know, just as the Fed is watching uh, marketplace activity, you know, the economy has got to uh, to increase in pace, uh, which is the reason why the Fed is is delaying uh, its action in terms of increasing uh, you know interest rates uh, until at least September or maybe closer towards the end of the year.
1: They're eventually going to have to go up, though, won't they? I mean,
0: yes, they can't. Yes, they they can't keep
1: doing this. They can't no, keep doing they can't.
0: this. But, but really, the, the interesting thing is that as incumbents get stronger, you know, through mergers and acquisitions, uh, the the story since uh, two thousand seven is one of declining competition. But the other factor here over the last twenty years, the Federal Trade Commission has been less likely to attack mergers. You know, in industries with five or more big competitors, which is really what we're seeing uh, here right now.
1: I saw a Wall Street Journal article, I'm sure you saw it too, about um, is the Department of Justice going to be scrutinizing some of these companies from an antitrust oh, they standpoint? Will. And,
0: probably, and probably what will happen is uh, the areas where there's there's some commonality, uh, they'll look to squeeze that commonality in, in selected markets. Uh, you know, out of these of these mergers and acquisitions deal, but they're still going to continue.
1: We're talking with Stuart Sloan, president of SIG Consulting, here on America's Healthcare Challenge. We're talking this week about the merger activity in the insurance marketplace and its impact on consumers. And so uh, I, I don't know, you know, I think that's one of the things uh, that's affected the industry, uh, Stuart, but has Obamacare reduced competition, uh, in your opinion? Uh, what do you think on that?
0: Yeah, I definitely think that um, uh, that it's, it affected uh, competition here. As soon as the Supreme Court decision was rendered, uh, you know, this in June, you saw uh, the five biggest uh, insurance health insurance companies go to market with sweeping merger activity. Yes, uh, Aetna it announced uh, its its billion dollar deal for Humana, Anthem, and Cigna are are in merger talks. United Healthcare is is scouring the marketplace uh, to see where it might uh, you know put its tentacles in, but what you're seeing is uh, you're seeing companies wanting to get into each other's business. Uh, for example, um, Humana is very strong uh, as far as Medicare Advantage plans, mm-hmm. um, and and you see Anthem and Cigna. Cigna is very strong in the employer marketplace. Uh, Anthem is very is very strong in, in both the employer marketplace and the individual marketplace. So these combinations, comp- these uh, combinations, are are attempting to build scale and volume in selected marketplaces. For example, for Aetna, uh its footprint in in Medicare Advantage, uh, you know that would come from um, from Humana uh, be huge that there's a player in the, in the employer uh, marketplace. So you see many of them trying to, to do the same things. Uh, but you know, the authors of Obamacare wrongly assumed that they could influence new kinds of plants. Uh, and one example of that was the first uh, invention was co-ops. Many of the 23 co-ops that they established were underpriced as they went to marketplace. Now almost every co-op is financially underwater. They're on the hook for federal loans in an amount that's more than 100% of the total value of their capital and surplus. So all but five co-ops uh, had negative cash flow at the end of last year. You know, The second uh, ACCA uh, thing that they tried to do was to suggest that if consolidated hospital systems grew larger in mass, they'd be able to to market their own risk-based uh, health insurance uh, programs instead of the the for-profit insurance companies uh, you know and that's that's really ha- hasn't turned out very well
1: Right, right. I just want—I just wanted to add to your point uh, on Medicare Advantage and uh, Humana, and that. And I don't know if you saw the interview uh, where the CEOs of both of those companies were sitting next to each other this week, uh, talking about that very point about how uh, they just really have massive scale now because yeah. because of that merger. And do you yeah. think this is a good thing for a consumer at the end of the day?
0: Well, we don't know. In other words, if it comes out, you know, with stronger products, you know, it could be. But, you know, we don't know. For example, uh, hospitals, you know, in in fashioning their own uh, merger and acquisition uh, uh, health insurance provider-sponsored health plans, you know, are trying to become insurance companies. You know, so far they have failed badly. You know, most hospitals are not very good at risk management.
1: I, I, I talked about that in my monologue, that very point. Uh, have we almost become come full circle in the industry?
0: I think so. I think so. You know, I, I think at some point there's going to be a realization that uh, risk management uh, is something which is a skill, and what Obamacare attempts to do is to build mass, uh, and that's what they have to do to, uh, in order to effectorate pricing. And they think that consolidation is a good way to accomplish that but you know historically the greatest innovations in healthcare de- uh, you know delivery have not come from federally contrived you know laws uh they've they've always come from entrepreneurial firms often that were backed by venture capital
1: right right and, and-
0: we've not seen that since obamacare was passed uh there have been 95 hospital merges in 2014 98 in 2013 95 in 2012 so cheap debt and obamacare uh, regulations almost guarantee we're going to see more consolidation and uh, and to your point this means less choice for consumers
1: what's going to really stop them from ra- raising premiums
0: absolutely nothing
1: you're listening to america's Healthcare challenge appropriate name for the show when we think about it from that standpoint uh we're talking with Stuart uh, you wanna take a? Can we take a timeout and then come and take, come back and look at uh, Medicare business, Stuart? Yep. All right, we sounds good. Will. All right. Okay. Check out Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, which is the show's Facebook page uh, with all of our uh, segments. And we're also on SoundCloud.com uh, with all of uh, the episodes from the last three years.